This is Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. You're listening to the Aligned Women podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family and more money in your bank account, you're in the right place. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at www.alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. Now sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Hey there, welcome to a new episode of the Aligned Women podcast. This is your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton. In today's episode, you are going to hear a member spotlight. These member spotlights are actually content from our monthly membership program, the Foundations Program. And these member spotlights are designed with the intention of sharing with you the results that our members get. So I know that making an investment in a coaching program can be challenging, especially if you've always considered yourself to be uncoachable, or if you're just really like me, you're stubborn, you just want to run your practice the way that you want to do it. But yet you've had the sense of that you need some kind of support system or some kind of feedback or just not sure what it really is, but you know that you need something different to really run your practice and make it efficient and effective and be able to go home and have energy for your family at the end of the day. These member spotlights are a great way for you to get an inside perspective into what our members learn and what their results have been in our program. So I hope that these member spotlights will be useful for you over the next few weeks as we take a break from recording new content for the podcast for a summer break. Hey, have you heard about our upcoming new sister podcast to the Aligned Women podcast? That's right. We will soon be launching a new podcast for a different audience. The show will be called The Business of Being Well. So think about your referral partners who are naturopaths, acupuncturists, massage therapists, midwives, doulas, group fitness instructors, and yoga teachers, and invite them to join us in the free Facebook community where we will share how to grow a profitable practice without sacrificing more time with your family increasing your time freedom, expanding your impact as a holistic healer. You can invite your friends to join us by sending them over to alignedwoman.com forward slash the business of being well. Hey everyone, welcome to our September team member spotlight. Today we are spotlighting Dr. Casey Hovest. I'm excited for her to be here and I hope that she will be able to find us quickly today. There she is. We'll be adding her in just a few seconds. And you'll get to hear how Dr. Casey works only 10 hours a week and yet has a thriving practice. Hello, lady. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Me too. We get to do this two days in a row, actually, because I'm speaking to your Facebook group tomorrow. Also exciting. Okay. So 
Welcome. First things first, if you would please introduce yourself for those that don't know you and share a little bit about your family. Okay. I'm Casey Hovest. I have been in practice for 11 years. I graduated from Palmer. Um, I married my high school sweetheart. He moved out to Iowa with me. He's a farmer. And uh, then we are pregnant with our sixth child. So I have my own practice. Um, it's kind of a rocky way to finally get there, but we I just opened up, was it two years? I think I've been here two years now, so. So what did you do in the first nine years or so of practice? Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, right after I graduated, I went in with another doctor, um, independent contractor, and um, it was kind of like, I went to my hometown, I thought I had this whole vision, like if you build it, they will come basically. It didn't happen. <laughs> and I had, I was eight months pregnant when, when I graduated. So uh, it just, it did not go well at all. And so then I thought, you know, I think it's because everybody thinks I'm his secretary. <laughs> so if I go out on my own, it'll be better. So I did that still again thinking, yeah, I'll just start this business up and everybody will know I'm here and it'll be fine. And so that kind of crashed and burned as well. Um, so then I had another doctor, a female doctor, say um, we should go in together, and she wanted to hire me, and then uh, also didn't work out. We didn't end up working together, which I'm glad. It didn't, like, I learned a lot from her just from shadowing her and stuff, but that would have been awful. <laughs> so then um, that's when my parents were like, I, I was ready to just close her up. Like, I'm just going to stop this this is madness i'm not making any money and i'm frustrated and so that was in 2012. yeah and uh so my parents they had this really nice pool house they're like why don't you put your table here and i honestly think it was just because they wanted me to adjust them whenever they <laughs> whenever i was over there so i ran my business out of there for a couple years and i i really feel it was such a healing like got my feet back under me i got my my why figured out i took like a whole two-year journey basically to to figure myself out and what i wanted instead of just reacting um and so that was really good so yeah so then i went out then um once that was through um there was a building for sale that i really wanted and so we we redid that and i'm i've been here two years then okay so two years ago you opened the practice that you are operating now. Yep. Um, tell us more about your community. What kind of community are you in? Uh, it's small. My my town that I opened up in has two hundred people in it. Um, so it, but um, and that's where I'm where I grew up. But um, there's just a bunch of little towns with about two thousand or so people all around. It's really rural, and uh, so farming. Um, a lot of all the farmers are seem like they're married to nurses too. So it's a lot of medical based and, yeah. and farming. So sounds a lot like where I live, lots of farms. Um, I just had this sort of realization last week as my husband and I were driving through the farm communities to go to have lunch together for our anniversary, that even though there's a lot of nothing, it feels like it's really all commercial because these, this land that you see, has signs that are alongside the road that advertise essentially like what seeds they're using yeah. and i was like this really isn't just like 
empty land. Like this is commercial property. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my <laughs> husband's family has a big farm here. So like, and they, I mean, there's a certain seed brand and everything. Like they got everything. Yeah. 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 And same here. Like there's lots of, um, there's a big hospital here in our small town. And, uh, so they kind of, they have a very, uh, dominant presence in our community. So farms and a medical community. Yeah. yeah. That's what I had a very time because okay. my mom's a nurse and my mom, my aunt's an um, MD. And so like I had like those two years where I was working on stuff, it was a lot of mental for me because like I'd always have this conversation in my head like, oh, they're not going to want to do this because I could, I know what my mom and my aunt would say about, you know, continued care and wellness care and this and that. And like my mom even told people, she's like not like normal chiropractor. She won't ask you to come back all the time. And I was like, mom, that's not you're not helping. Um, so, right. so yeah, I have some family issues to work through too. How would you describe who your ideal patient is? I love uh, working with uh, pregnant moms. That's pretty much because I, I just sympathize with them so much. You know, I just, it makes me, I don't mind adjusting kids, but honestly, if I could just have a pregnant mom practice or um, uh, even Oh, preconception and postnatal too. Like just helping a mom out was what I'd love to do. Yeah. So at this point, Tara says my mom says the same thing. Ah, they um, mean well. Just, <laughs> in your practice, what what would you say is like the ratio of um, women in the motherhood transition versus everybody else? Probably 50-50. I have a lot of farmers, too. They, <laughs> so they come in. But you're in a town of 200 people. So let's think about that. 50% yeah. like of your practice is um, pregnancy or preconception postnatal. And the other 50% is, like, general population. Mm -hmm. Despite how rural your community is. So um, I think that's really great evidence that honing in on who your ideal patient is it's, works it's helped and helps a lot. to attract that person to your practice. Yeah. What was different for you before you were familiar with that concept? It just, it, everything was so overwhelming because I thought, I have, you know, and then you'd go down rabbit holes like, oh, you know, laser, you know, like, oh, I, should I check into the laser, you know, this you know, and so my my family's like, well, if you want a laser, we'll you know we'll help you, you or just just different any technique or something that you could help bring income into your practice. I was researching it, not always buying into it, but a lot of mental energy spent looking into things that were not going to benefit my um, well, not that laser wouldn't benefit a pregnant woman, but uh, we're not going to be what my ideal patient was interested in. Yeah, right. And what I'm hearing you say that you're not exactly saying is that it's helped you to know what's important for you to do or take action on and what you can, what yeah. like might just be a distraction. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so cool. All right. Tell us more about what your schedule looks like. You work about 10 hours a week in your practice. Yeah. Is that patient care time? Do you schedule other time for admin, marketing? I have um, eight hours of patient care time and then i do um about what is, i wrote it down because i figured you're gonna ask four hours of admin time 
and two two hours of marketing time and the two hours of marketing are split between um i have that mom's group and then my uh, office group and it's all facebook um just scheduling facebook posts to post every day yeah okay so i i didn't total the numbers in my head eight hours for patient care four for admin. yeah yeah about 15 hours and then 15 hours a week mm -hmm. okay and um how full is your patient care schedule? I see about 30 patients a week. Okay. So in eight hours a week, you're seeing 30 patients a week. Th Listen, like <laughs> the reason that I want to clarify that is because I did this, I did this and I, it was like wearing me into the ground when I used to do this. I would see about 50 patients a week and, but I'd be in my office like, Yes. Right. And I was just letting people dominate my schedule because we would let them schedule at nine o'clock, at ten thirty, at twelve, at one, and I didn't cluster book at all. And I felt like the time in between patient visits, I would do work. But what ended up happening was that I would think like I can't get started on this project because I won't be able to complete it. So I might as well just sit here and watch Justin Timberlake on YouTube. <laughs> I know it, it came about too. like, I, that's why I'm so glad I found this group because I said it just kind of validated what I was already doing and, and, you know, it helped me hone in on some of the things that I needed to work on. But after I had my fifth baby, which, um, like a couple of, he's a year and a half. Um, my secretary quit like one week into my maternity leave. And I was, you know, I was working 20 hours a week at that time. And I was like, what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. I freaked out. So then I just got, I just automated everything. I was like, okay, online scheduling, online forms, online everything. And uh, so then I started, I came back sooner than I wanted to, but just for two hour blocks so that I could go home and nurse. And so then I came back for like six hours earlier than I wanted to. But so then I was like, I'm not full up. Why would I add more hours? <laughs> and so then, and then I got up to eight hours and now I'm pregnant again. So I'm like, I'm just gonna hold steady here. I could add more hours, yeah. but I'm just going to wait till I get back from maternity leave and then, and then I could maybe add an hour or two, but yeah, I work, I have two hours Monday morning, three hours Wednesday evening and three hours Friday evening. And that's, it's been great. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yes. And I honestly, I'm pretty certain that you were figuring that out for yourself before we really started implementing that in the membership, it might, you may have even been figuring it out for yourself before you were a member yeah. here. Mm -hmm. So kudos for doing that. Like to, to have the foresight to say, if my schedule is not completely full, the hours that I do have available for patient care right now, I'm not going to end. Well, like I was like nine years into practice and I'm still not making a profit. And I was like, what's the point of me being here 20 hours a week when I've got five kids at home? Like it's just, yeah. I was just frustrated. And now, yeah. Now that I, I did profit first too before I started with the group, but again, like you guys have helped me, you know. I just read today where you're talking about you did your allocations every Friday. I'm like, oh, this I need to I need to do that because I was I was having some issues doing it twice a month. So, like just little things yeah. like that that are helping me like tailor things a little bit better. It's been awesome. I tried doing it. I think he recommends in the book like on the fifth and 20th of the yeah. month or something like that. I tried that in the beginning and it was hard for me to keep up with because it was always on a different day of the yeah. week. And I kind of, 
I have like themes to my days. Like Monday is my CEO day. Friday is my money and marketing day. So it's easy for me to, to remember that like Fridays I do my distributions. Today I was like, is it Friday yet? I want to do my distributions. <laughs> no, I'm not like, I used to hate doing bills and all this stuff. But yeah, now when they come around, I'm like, it's, it's bill day. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes. And that's awesome because you're excited because you know that you can handle it. Like everything that needs to be accounted for is accounted for. And, um, and you can really see the benefits that you're reaping when you take a distribution from your profit, for example. Yeah. I think people think I'm crazy because whenever they start a business, like one of my friends, I'm like, you got to be profit first. <laughs> like people don't want to hang out with me anymore. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> That's how I feel about when people say, I don't know what to do for marketing. I'm like, well, who is your ideal patient? Let's start there. And I'm like, I roll. <laughs> okay. Um, a couple of other questions for you. What have you been able to do or what have you done in your community, especially with it being so rural and small, um, to generate relationships in your area that help you to build your practice? It's funny because I had a, um, I worked with a coach before and you probably like, she was just all about 10 X everything and it gave me anxiety. And I almost like had an, a panic attack, but, um, and she was like, you need to be going to everything and just dragging your kids along and handing stuff out. I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. So <laughs> I just, I just, uh, for me, it was just doing the stuff I do, but being, being present there. Like I, I, you know, I'm involved in my church and everybody knows that I'm a chiropractor and it's, it's been funny because, um, now people are promoting me like different people, different people. Uh, I just, I don't like talking about myself a whole lot, but now that I've had a couple like church members see good care here, they're like, Oh, you, you know, they're the ones doing it now. So that's helped out a lot. I started that mom's group a couple months ago on Facebook. Um, and that's helped a lot too. So that, that took a while for me to just get over a mental block about it. But uh, So to clarify, what's that? for those that don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, but you started your own Facebook group for your local moms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and like you've just been supporting them through, through your Facebook group that you created. Yeah. And you did have maybe some, like maybe some resistance to doing it, but you did it anyway. Yeah. And it sounds like, um, it's been beneficial for you. Yeah. And I, and I've been cross posting here and there. I need to do it more often, but, um, just sharing stuff from my business page to that page and, and vice versa. And that's just kind of helped too. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. My last question for you today is, um, if we have a team member who is in the dream up phase or maybe like early startup phase, she's pretentious. Eh, no, we're just going to go dream up phase. She's in the dream up phase. Like she's at home with her kids and she's like, I love my kids, but I'm at a point now where I really want to be working at least some, and I'd like to make some money. She's got all these thoughts spinning around in her head about why she can't do it. What would you want to say to her today? Um, join aligned women. <laughs> well, she's already here. Okay, right? they're already, she's here. already here. Uh, sure. yeah, go through the ideal um, patient. Nobody else will see this video. I don't first. What's that? 
nobody else will see this video besides our members. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I think work through some of the material though on your your Facebook page or not your Facebook page, the website. You know, go figure out who your ideal patient is. You know, and then hone in on that person and just market to them for a little bit. Or you know, like I guess for me. What held me back a lot was that I had to have a perfect plan before I implemented something. And it just held me back so much, you know. And so going into something like, let's just try it and see how it works <laughs> has helped yeah. me so much. Like, you're not, you're not locked into this patient hours. You're not locked into it. You know, like, see, see for a month if this is going to work. You know, the Facebook lives, I'm like, I'm just going to see for a month if this works, you know, I'm not going to do this the rest of my life now. Cause that's the way my mindset was like, if I'm going to do it, you know, we're, you know, we're locked in, we're doing this. And so that's kind of been so helpful to me. Like, I'm just going to try it for a little bit and then evaluate and see what worked, what didn't work and go on from there. Yes. Thank you for sharing that because I hear this often from our members who are in the dream up and start it phases where they're like, well, I don't really know what to do to grow my practice. And then we start talking and I start pulling things out of them. And the truth is they have ideas about things that they could be doing to grow their practice, but they don't know if those things will work. And the real truth is that nobody knows if those things are going to work until you start doing them because they might work for somebody else. They might not work for you. We don't know right. until you start taking action on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know you're growing a human, uh, you're raising five others, <laughs> and that's not easy work. So thank you so much for being here and contributing to our community. No problem. I love it. I'm ready to help whoever. <laughs> okay. All right, ladies. So if you have more questions for Dr. Casey, feel free to drop them in the comments. She is a member here, so she'll be able to um, answer questions if you do have them about how she structures her schedule so that she is only in the office eight hours a week for patient care. Mm -hmm. At least you might spend more time there doing other things. But um, if you have questions about that, feel free to comment in this video post. If you're listening to this later, either in the membership site, like through video or audio, just um, search the Facebook group for Casey Hovest and you'll find her post here to comment on it. All right, Casey, thank you again so much. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your yeah, day. You thank you for everybody that's been watching. I'll see you all soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who you know would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into how you can have both more time freedom and more financial freedom, be sure to take the Align Practice Quiz. You can join our newsletter and get your free copy of the quiz at alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. You'll know in less than 15 minutes what you need to focus on right away to become present and profitable. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.